You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wilds. And today we have another one of my bevy of beauties. I mean, come on now, Daniela. <laughs> this is really, it's unbelievable. It's Every ridiculous. single person she has introduced me to and that you brought onto the show, like, each person is more gorgeous than the next, which, hey, I, I'm, I'm just as into the <laughs> eye candy them. as well. But so it's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm it's a like, collector. <laughs> you can't be Daniela's friend unless you're good looking. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I poached her. This is uh, Ryan Stars, our guest today. She yes. came to hang out with us. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, girls. So Ryan, I actually, I met through a mutual friend of ours, our friend Sarah, that you've heard me talk about, the polo player. Yes. Um, the one that takes us all on ridiculous vacations and fun adventures all the time. And uh, I met Ryan. She is friends with Sarah. We met at, I think the first time we met was at that dinner at the polo lounge where that girl was throwing us dirty looks and making mean comments. Was that the first? Yeah, I remember that. Wait, was that that the the first? I think that was the second time we went there. That was crazy. I was like, you are giving dirty looks to the wrong table. Wrong table? What was she thinking? These girls will beat you up. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I know. I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah, we're like sitting there like a table of, I think, what, six girls or something? And we all look like gangster rock stars over there, like the sexiest table that ever walked into the Beverly Hills Hotel. And this girl's like, what'd she say? Like, shut up or something to her I table? Know. She was like, check, please, to the, go get them their check to the waiter. Yeah, I remember I could, she was like I trying was to like, get us to Joyce leave. is going to throw wow. her potatoes on yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm actually surprised at how uh, calm Joyce handled that because yeah. I was starting to get really upset. Yeah. So yeah, so I met Ryan through Sarah. I don't know. We just kind of clicked. I think it was her comment of saying that I look like a homeless rock star. Maybe oh that my was god! It. I, I can't know. believe you brought that up. That is so funny. <laughs> no, I How meant did that happen? No, that's not what I said. Um, you know that, that like said. no, I will explain again. It was a total compliment. Oh my god, I'm blushing. It was a total compliment. <laughs> Um, you know, like Kate Moss, how she has that kind of heroin chic look. Absolutely, that's what I meant. Cause she, every time I see Danielle, she's so intensely sexy, like effortless. Though she's always got like some like amazing outfit on. Me and Sarah talk about you all the time and how you dress and how hot you are. And so she walked up and she had her glasses on, kind of low on her face, like a total rock star. And then her hair was all in her face halfway, you know? And she just looked like she just like had done a bunch of heroin, but like she's like the sexiest thing you've ever seen. And she's the most straight-edged human I know. I know right. you I'm are. very straight-edged, actually. But you it's just so look funny. like such, like, like that heroin chic look, you know? Mm. I don't know. And it's just how you look every single time I see you. It's so uh-uh. effortless. And Right. <laughs> it's true. I, I, would, I, I it. would actually agree with that. Okay. 100%. It was okay. a total Not compliment. The heroin, but, but Not the heroin it, it was a compliment. Thing, but the, the homeless <laughs> rock star kind of thing. I, it was fine. It kind of endeared me to you. Anyway, I thought it was <laughs> funny. <laughs> I was like, damn, the balls on this chick. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I'm kind of girl. Uh, yeah, exactly. So for those of you who don't know who Ryan is. If you are an American Idol fan, then you might know because I remember you from your first season. You did the very first season of American Idol, right? Yeah, yeah. When it was like first one, w- was it Paula Abdul, Simon Cowell, and Randy, Randy Jackson? Randy Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, Ryan Seacrest, and we even had that other host that right. got right. sent away the there second were the two year. Guys. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so I was part of the top ten of the first season. I was like in there with Kelly Clarkson. We shared how a bunk crazy on the tour is that? The whole nine. So wait, yeah, so how old nuts. were you at that time? Um, I was eighteen. We were filming, and I turned nineteen on the tour. Oh my so God. yeah, I had like a birthday cake smashed in my face on oh tour in front of God. twenty thousand people. <laughs> and where <laughs> are awesome. you from? So you I'm from California. Oh, I grew you up are. Here. I was gonna say, did yeah. you like come from the Midwest and go do American no, Idol? No, they were like, like, you're going to Hollywood Week. I'm like, I live down the street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great fun. <laughs> yeah, um, so how does that even happen? Like, I always wonder. Like, did someone suggest to you that you should go try out for it, God, or did you just come up with that craziest idea? Craziest story. Um, I haven't actually shared this story. On, oh. On 
on a, It's an exclusive, Danielle. On an interview. Yeah. It's nuts, though. I was already recording and working with a producer. I already wanted to be a singer and was trying, you know. You were a, singing since you were a little girl? I started at three. My grandfather was a singer. It's been in my family. Okay. So by 18, I was already trying to hustle, you know. And so I was working with some kind of crap producer. Who knows who he was anymore? And some... I don't know, in some studio in the valley, just trying to trying to make a song. Uh-huh. And um, one of my girlfriends invited some me. Some studio oh my God, in the valley. I got to tell so her to seedy. listen to this. She's going <laughs> to die. But we were out at a, at a nightclub, underage, of course, with uh-huh. my fake ID. So we're at a nightclub and she tells me, hey, I'm going to this thing tomorrow morning and um, I don't want to go by myself. You should come with me. It's, an, it's like a singing audition. And mm-hmm. this is way before reality TV had like competitive singing talent shows. I was like, no way. I'm already like signed with a producer. I'm already doing my thing. And she was like, no, I don't want to go by myself. And I was like, God, I don't want to wake up early. Like we're out at a club. I'm partying. Like I don't want to do that. We had to get up at like eight or something. And I was like, I don't even have anything else to wear. I live too far to go home and get another outfit for the morning. And I'm like, I'm like, this is lame. She goes, no, just crash at my house and just like wear that. You look amazing anyways. And I was like, fine. So that night when I had gone to the club, I coincidentally, it was not planned at all. I had like a red, white and blue outfit on uh-huh. like I, I used to like tear clothes up and kind of manufacture them with safety pins and stuff and I happened to have like a red and white striped kind of fabric across my chest and then I had a patch that was like blue stars on my jeans and anyways the next morning we wake up we go to this audition and I have no idea what the audition is for I didn't know what American Idol was oh you didn't she, even watch you hadn't well because it was no, the it first, season. first season it right. wasn't on yeah. so no one ever in America had heard of it right the girl who invited me my friend Jen who oh my god I have to tell her listen to this she's mm-hmm. gonna die but Jen invited me because she got a flyer at a karaoke bar she oh had like a God. paper flyer. Wow. Yeah. And that's so, so clever like, of them to have recruited at a karaoke bar. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So she invites me. We go down to this audition. It was in downtown LA where all like the high rises are. And I get there and there's this huge line. Like, it was by thousands. the Orpheum, I think, because I used I to work down. I, I worked downtown at the time. I was working downtown and there was the Orpheum, the big theater where they recorded a lot of the American Idol Hollywood auditions. auditions. There would always be like a line around the block while I was trying to get into my office of all these young kids trying to audition. I actually don't even remember the room that it was in. We did to film the whole show. They don't air all the auditions, but we we did so many auditions. But so anyway, so we rock up to this line. I mean, there's thousands of people in line. And right. my first thought was, I am not standing in this line. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't want to be there. I yeah. was like, makeup from the night before. I mean, I was not feeling great. Right. So she's like, you know, let's just hop in line. So we get in line towards the end. And I'm like, we're going to be here all day. There's This is insane. And so I go up to the front and I'm like, I bet I know somebody. Like, I've been a singer living in the city. I'm like, I bet I know someone. So I run into a friend who's like a dancer who's in the front. So we got the line. I fully got the line. (laughs) And I'm standing in line. And Ryan Seacrest at the time, who none of us know in the line, right? He's some radio DJ guy. Yeah, at that time, yeah. He comes up to me, pulls me out of line because of my outfit. And he goes, hey, I'm... uh, I'm, you know, auditioning people in line and just interviewing them. Can we use you? Because we really like your outfit. How funny. And I was like, sure. So I have no idea that the show is going to be big. I don't know what's behind it. I didn't know Fox Network was behind it. All uh-huh. this. So he's like asking me, like, what song are you going to sing? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, you don't know? And I'm like, <laughs> no, I just got invited last night. I have nothing prepared. And I go, I think I'm going to do this Alicia Keys song, but like, I don't know the lyrics. So I have to like look up the lyrics and figure out how to sing it. And he's like, oh my God. And then, so anyways, he asked me to take a photo I'll take a photo with this like fake microphone. And because I was wearing like red, white, and blue, they ended up using it in a bunch of magazines as like the poster for American Idol the first season. How crazy. That is so crazy. So I go inside an audition. I make it. She doesn't. And then I keep making it. And like, we're still friends. Thank God. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it was kind of a bummer that day when she was, we finally reconnected because they separate you, you know? Yeah. Were you like like, super, super nervous or were you Not at all. I didn't even want to be there. I walked in there and I was like, I got this. I did my first audition. Then when I realized like how many people didn't make it, I was like, okay, now I'm a little bit like freaked out. Like, wow, I really have to like try yeah so the second audition and this is all acapella we didn't have any like accompaniment. yeah so the second audition i was a little more nervous that was in front of the judges on tv i didn't know 
it was going to be on TV, though. Like, we didn't know anything. They didn't really tell you. They just kind of said, oh, well, OK, now you have to come back and audition in this other room. Yeah, they were just like, here's the next audition. And I almost didn't go because I was just like, whatever. Like, this is lame. And like, I didn't live in Hollywood at the time. So it was far for me to like drive down. And I was like a broke 18 year old. Gas money was scarce. So I was yeah. like, I can't do this. I got to work to pay my exorbitant amount of car payment at the time. It was a crazy time for me. But I'm glad I kept going and I'm I'm glad I did it. Did but you recognize any of the judges like when they finally had you in front of the judges? Did oh my you... God, Paula Abdul. Yeah. Hello. I was like yeah. a huge fan of hers. Right. Like huge. I still am. I love her so yeah, she's much. She's great. She's like, really sweet. She's going to yeah. do the podcast. She. Um, oh, you have to tell her I said yeah, hi. I, I, I love her. I, I will. I, I was actually trying to get her to come uh, this weekend. And it was so funny because I was like, we, we wanted to tape two episodes back to back because Barb's going out of town and then our engineer Phil's going out of town. So we wanted to bank a couple episodes. So I reached out to Paula. I'm like, and she couldn't do this weekend. And I'm like, well, the funny thing is we're going to do someone else from American Idol. We're going to have Ryan Starr. And it's just weird that that just yeah, how that's it worked crazy. out. I love her. It's funny. She's been coming up like Joyce was talking to me about her. Joyce has been working with her. Yeah, which yeah. is nuts. Yeah, Paula Abdul, honestly, and she'll she'll know this if she hears this episode. Like she was like my my savior on that show. Like she yeah. got me through a lot of the emotional stuff. I remember like calling her one night from the mansion that we lived in. We we're in the top 10 and there was just so much stress and I'm kind of an introvert. I'm a bit mm -hmm. shy on yeah. stage. I'm not shy, but outside of that, I'm not like a real like crazy we find that a lot person. of artists are like i that. think I, yeah. yeah i think most yeah. of them are yeah i'm quite like to myself and on the show it was just a lot happening when we got to the top 30 it was overwhelming and i wasn't prepared for it i don't think you can prepare for something like that and yeah i just remember calling her a few times and just really like you know being very vulnerable with her and she was just the sweetest she helped me like think about songs and mm -hmm. choices i was making on tv and yeah, she was just a wealth of knowledge and just such a sweet, sweet woman. Like without her on that show, I I don't know. I think I would have maybe quit. Sweet. I don't know if I would have kept doing it. It was so hard. So interesting. Yeah, she's very sweet. It's interesting like how uh, life is sometimes, you know, like things can be so unexpected. Like you oh just God, yeah. go with your girlfriend and the next thing you know, you're on like this. And you just fall into things. Yeah. And you're just, oh, yeah. as long as you're yeah. open, I think like you always, I, I always say that to Frankie too, like keep your eyes, your ears and and your mind open you yeah. know go to every meeting go I to agree. everything you're invited to because you just never know where things are going to no. take you and what direction you might go in it, you might completely change gears depending on who you met and what they said you Absolutely. Know? Yeah, i fully so. agree i've had like i've had such an insanely unique life yeah you i have. don't look at anything like a normal person at this point because i'm like i would have never if i if somebody would have told me and i was like grew up in a tiny town in the mountains that this would be my life i would be like you're smoking crack so it's been wild so you go to this audition you get in you're in the top 30 and then what happens like are you at this point you said you were overwhelmed but were you excited and were you like okay oh my god i've made it or yeah the top 30 wasn't so bad it was a lot of pressure but behind the scenes uh -huh. it wasn't until the top 10 that the press really stepped in and the yeah. the world america even more got wind of the show and right. it became the biggest show on the planet it was huge it, it would save the whole network yeah it single-handedly saved mm -hmm. fox which now is the cw i mean it had a like a huge altering effect on the entertainment industry when it comes to reality tv mm -hmm. and i didn't realize neither did the rest of the nine of us that we were like part of that like you know yeah. we were just we were like living in a mansion in the mountains and on Mulholland drive and in, in uh what's it beverly hills and i remember you know we were just so worried about not forgetting our lyrics and you know how to manage to put together an outfit on yeah. such a tiny budget yeah they didn't give us anything by the way so like I made all my clothes because I was just like this poor little kid. Yeah, I don't think so. that they actually kick in for wardrobe and hair and makeup and all of that. I don't until know if they do like, now. I think they... Back they, then there was no money. Nothing. Yeah, I wonder what they do now because I feel like they probably kick it in once they start becoming like more advanced in the competition because it seems like everybody's style just goes up. I yeah. always get so jealous of the kids who are on it now because I'm like, you get to meet Steven Tyler. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Like on the first season. He I even... is by far my favorite judge on that show. I've when, actually when he never was on it, watched it, was great. it since I was on it. God, he was but great. I know he was on the show because it's, you know, yeah. public knowledge. Yeah. 
But I just get so I'm like, man, I would have killed anymore, him, is it? him. It's still on. Yeah, the show's I think still it on. went off, and all of us were like, okay, farewell, American Idol, and then it like came back. Yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. It's I still, it was still, it still it was has such huge ratings. Or something. Yeah, but when 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 um, Steven Tyler was on it, oh my god, it was so great because he was so fun, yeah, funny, honest, and also very. Um, like uh helpful he wasn't just criticizing to be criticizing you know an absolute music historian zach did the show not not as a not as a contestant but he (laughs) accompanied a a contestant doing guitar oh that's so Um, cool uh, james durbin that's amazing um, had him on and zach and it was crazy the power like a special guest of television i would have killed to have live instruments yeah it wasn't that was later on i guess i don't know how far into the jennifer uh lopez was a judge because zach is beyond obsessed with jennifer lopez and it was the day that she found out that she won america's most beautiful on uh people magazine so there were all like life-size photos of her everywhere and balloons and all that but zach went on because he james durbin was in the top 10 and he was totally like a metalhead and asked um for zach to do a guitar solo and it's incredible because Zach knows Randy and Zach knows Steven for years. And what's so crazy is that the power of television. I oh, mean, yeah. Zach oh, yeah. was like, I played with Ozzy Osbourne at this point for 20 years. I'm like been everywhere, done everything. And two minutes or three minutes on American Idol, I go grocery shopping now and I have like little lady saying to me, oh, weren't you just on American Idol yeah. last yeah. week? It's like American Idol fans are no joke. Yeah, yeah but they're the power like of television. diehard. I it's love crazy. our fans from the show. They're from all walks of life, all ages. Like I've had construction workers come up to me and be like, I voted for you. <laughs> like I love that oh, song. So cool. I've had like, elderly people i've had like really young kids so my mom is like obsessed with you and like it's it's so nice like we have the coolest fans and they're i was on it like 15 years ago or something and my fans are still diehard still like it's nuts i love that show like because there's no like it's not pigeonholed it's just the american population yeah well it has such a huge viewership it's crazy like what the difference yeah. between twi- television and the power of television and like oh. how it can like every yeah. change it, everything it, no other medium yeah is yeah it's powerful. pretty nuts so what happened you got up to number seven yeah which is my favorite number which is crazy i have a tattoo of it on my arm and oh, then cute. when i got so cut cool. seventh i was just like whoa that's weird um, <laughs> yeah i got cut seventh and then they send you that's right so off. far to go though i mean like when you think yeah, about that like nuts. out of the thousands of people that audition that's so crazy yeah it's pretty crazy but i mean being up against someone like kelly clarkson like come on like but i'm so glad she won because she her voice oh my god i mean i kind of knew when we were like all rehearsing next to each other she would start singing and i'd be like okay girl like you're next level (laughs) like you know she her voice and she's the nicest person too so i was stoked that she won there was really no ill will with any of us we're all still friends we all still get along yeah 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 i'm going to um jim's wedding on the 21st it's on my birthday this year so I'm flying to Mexico for his birthday. He was number 10. It must have been so crazy because then you're like flung into this whole other lifestyle. All of a sudden you're doing tons of press. And I know how like yeah. some of those publicity machines get like they all pull you in every direction. Right. Yeah. And you you were like just going all over the country and doing tons and tons of press. Yeah. And photo shoots, I'm sure. And then like other opportunities arose from that. Right. Yeah, uh, God, after American Idol, I went on to do, like, so much stuff. Oh, my gosh. I did Surreal Life with Flavor Flav, lived in that house. So do you want to know something? That was a crazy shit show. (laughs) Anything but the real life, right? Holy hell. So there's always, like, six degrees of separation somehow. Yeah. So when you you did Surreal Life, you worked with um, the creator of uh, Surreal Life, which is um, Mark Cronin. Yeah, I love Mark. He's great. Yeah. So Mark ended up having a show called Rock of Love, which was oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like The Bachelor, but for rockers. Yeah. And he had Brett Michaels on. And then they did a spinoff show called Rock of Love Charm School, where they took all the girls and put them through charm school. I think I watched that. And they <laughs> cast me on that. 
No way. Yes. You were not on that. Yes, I was. It was me and Sharon Osbourne and Ricky Rackman. So I worked with Mark Conan quite closely on that show and then ended up becoming really good friends with the producer, one of the producers of the the talent producers, Lisa, who ended up marrying Mark Cronin. And she's like one of my best friends now. That's so wild. Isn't it crazy? It's such a small world. It's funny. Mark's the only person I've ever talked to from that show. I'm like... Want to forget I ever did that? <laughs> <laughs> I know those not, shows were so crazy. I used to work with Public Enemy, so it's yeah, like a small, yeah. such a small world. It's yeah. such a small world. It's so yeah. crazy. You just never know what direction you're going to head in no. or where life's going to take you. And it's so bizarre because, like, you know, I didn't know like Mark or Lisa or any of those people, and now Lisa's like this huge important part of my life. And she's awesome. Yeah, and it's just nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. I didn't, yeah, I like I'm like trying to remember that show now. I'm like I remember watching that show. Oh, it was a shit show. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to say. Okay, you said it first, but it was the best way. Yeah, it was a total shit show. I mean, it was like these girls that were on Rock of Love. They wanted to take them and you know put them through charm school. And <laughs> Mark loves making so shows like that though. He's yeah. the king of the crazy. Like yeah. I love it. Yeah, well, wasn't his it. original start in the industry with Howard Stern? I mean, it just yeah, it yeah. just kind he was of one of the writers kind on the of Howard Stern itself show. right there. You know, yeah, God, that was a, a wild experience doing Howard Stern. It's God, I love Howard. That Tell me so everything crazy. about Howard Stern yeah. because I'm obsessed with Howard Stern. Um, I love him so much. Like, oh my God. So I was, again, another wild ride. I was 18, maybe 19 when I did the show. And I didn't start having sex till I was like 21. Oh, wow. So yeah, I was a real good girl. I wanted to wait till I was in love and all that. And yeah. I did that. Um, <laughs> do you, were you religious or? Not at that time. I just really took sex. Seri- I still do. You know, I've never been yeah. like a frivolous girl like that. Yeah. So when I did his show, I was not sexually active. I had only like kissed a boy. Like uh-huh. totally like Oh God. Innocent. And he probably just. Yeah. So my oh publicist. My. Deflowered your ears. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, so my publicist was like, he wants you to do the show. I think uh-huh. it would be good for you. It's a lot of publicity. And yeah. um, I was already in New York doing like TRL and Good Morning America, all those things. Right. So they're like, you know, go over there and do it. But if you're going to do it, like you got to get educated on him. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, you need to listen to a lot of his episodes <laughs> and you need to go in there ready, like with arms up, ready to yeah. fight, you know. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was terrified. So I listened to his show, you know, and he's got these girls getting topless. Yeah. And, you know, he's got porn Spanking stars on them. there. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my the God, like I'm a virgin. <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly innocent. I'm new to this. It was the first like on camera radio show I'd ever done. And I was like, this is terrifying. So I thought the only hope I have was that was a Robin, her name. Yeah. I was I like, if she Robin. gets behind yeah. me, then like she'll protect me because she's so nice. And luckily for me, I was really young. So uh-huh. So I go in there and I knew he was going to like come after me with the sex thing. Yeah. And of course, like 15 minutes into it, he's like, you know, he comes out with this huge check, one of those oversized checks. And he's like, I'll give you a check. I think it was like 30 or 50 grand and the cover of any magazine I wanted if I would get into a bikini. (laughs) And I was like, no. And he was like, come on, it'd be great. Any cover you want. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking any clothes off on this show. And he goes, why? I go, I didn't shave my legs. <laughs> he goes, let me give you a razor too. Yeah. Good answer. But so then he started harping on like, I know you um, and Nikki, who was the third on, on my season. Oh, yeah. I know you, Nikki and Kelly probably wanted to have sex with each other living oh in that God. mansion together. And, you know, do you guys ever check each other out in the shower on tour? And, <laughs> and I'm like, no. I'm like, that's so gross. I'm like, you're crazy. I'm like, no. So Howard. Yeah. So, so then funny. I like totally kind of ripped him a new one. And I was like, um, I'm like, you know, it's so weird. You talk to me like this. I'm like, do you know I'm a virgin? And he was like, no way. You're not a virgin. And I go, what? Why is that so unbelievable? I'm 19 years old. And he's like, no, there's no way a girl like you is a virgin. And he starts kind of ripping on me. And I said, that's so funny. I'm like, isn't your daughter the same age as me? I'm like, is, is she a virgin? He's like, well, I don't know. And anyways, I started getting on to him about that. And he backed uh-huh. off. And then after the show was done, he came behind the scenes. He's like seven foot two, I swear. Yeah, so, so tall. Yeah. 
He came behind the scenes and was like, you know, I really respect you for standing up for yourself. Like, I haven't seen a girl hold her own like that uh-huh. uh, in a situation like that. And I really gave it to you. And so I appreciate that. And I was like, thanks. I'm like, I hope your daughter would do the same. She was my situation. And he was <laughs> really, for him, he was it's really all, rad. It's all a shtick, you know. It's it totally all, is. It's off just, camera. you know, yeah. He's so, 100%. so nice yeah. off camera. Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. him a hug and I was like, you're rad. And, yeah, no, I love yeah. Howard. I've been a long time a Howard listener for years, which is why I get Zach's humor so much. Yeah. I <laughs> Show. I liked his too. show. Like mm-hmm. I was, it was a lot of shock factor, but freaking hilarious. The three of those people. Oh um, my god! I don't remember the other guy's name, but him and Robin, like their banter, it was yeah. so good. Yeah, they're so fun. I mean, what I, happened to him? Does he do? Yeah, stuff he's or? on Serious. So oh, okay. he, yeah, he just took it off of regular radio and went to. Yeah, I need to listen yeah, to yeah. it. I, I love him. I think he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, it's like a, a religious experience. For me. <laughs> like I was terrified I, I to do his show. I sit in my car. Though. I can't even get out of my car until I f- hear the end of his stories yeah. because he's just the thing about him is a, his sense of humor is just so hilarious to me because I, I, I love his like sexual humor. I just think yeah, it's funny yeah. because I know it's a shtick. Yeah. But one of my favorite things that he does is when he takes off his mom and dad when he talks like oh, them and so tells stories funny. about his mom and dad. Oh my god, oh, it's so funny and then the other thing that's just great about him is he is one of the best interviewers if you listen to him he asks everything that you would want to know that 100%. most people will not ask and he'll oh, push God. until he gets his answers yeah so um he's well, a really I, I guess terrific people interviewer. wanted to know if me and the other girls hooked up i don't know <laughs> yeah that's just him that's just you know that's no, his own he has his wishful thinking yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely he definitely came after me no he's, yeah. a, he's a really rad guy i liked being on that show I enjoyed yeah it. Oh, yeah. And it, and he has just it's huge exposure. I mean, the people that listen to him are fanatics. Yeah, so. 100 percent. I grew up on the East Coast, so I was like probably in my teens when he was first came to, you know, like he was a radio jock all throughout the country in secondary smaller markets. And then when he came to New York and it became this whole talk shock jock thing. I feel like he like grandfathered the whole podcast well, thing, too. Maybe the podcast. No, thing. like he didn't create it, but if it weren't for yeah. like the radio kind of interview thing, it wouldn't. Well, definitely like how serious talk may, radio. It, it, yeah, talk radio, and also how serious when it turned into satellite radio, it gave everybody so much more freedom to say whatever they wanted. You know, right. well, they didn't have the FCC. Uh, you don't have the FCC censoring ass. you yeah. and fining you and you can just say whatever you want. Right. So definitely. I think that's I think that was but his it. big gripe and why he why he says he aside of the fact that they gave him half a billion dollars. I think the big thing, too, was that he was constantly getting fined when he was on regular yeah. radio yeah. Um, yeah. for that doing, you know, and he was so limited as yeah. to what he, he was say so or do. out there and he didn't care he just yeah. did it anyway and he yeah. would just get fine but he will say, he would say and he always said like imus was his like yeah. he was the first way before you were probably your your parents would probably know who imus is um but was the first shock jock yeah and then howard kind of you know yeah. came up but yeah and what made him so charming in the day was that he was married not to his gorgeous wife that he's married to now like a regular girl that he fell in love with from college oh, that's cool. and you know, know had these kids so he was like married with children off the mic yeah. and then he was having like these yeah. wild situations in his control room and then went home to like you <laughs> know the picket life. fence and the, the yeah. suburbia yeah, cool. so it was, it was very cool. Yeah, that's the thing about him is that it's just, you know, if you if you really listen to him and and you get to know him, he's just it's just a shtick, but it's just so fun. But God, your mind must have been blown from being like, you know, this young girl that just was going out for the night. And then the next thing you know, you're on yeah. all these huge shows. You're doing Good Morning America. You're doing all these huge shows. You're getting yeah. offered all kinds of stuff. How did you even keep your head on? Did you get like a manager and an agent? Like, how does all that stuff happen? It's so funny you ask that. I've been asked that in a lot of interviews, especially back when like I was on TV a lot. They always ask like, how do you stay you? And yeah. I always tell people and I give this advice to other people that are pursuing the world of entertainment is you have to know who you are before you become famous or right. it'll change you. And luckily for me, I had I've always had a really strong sense of self. I was always like, you know, no one's going to tell me what to do. I know who I am. And mm-hmm. I just walked to the beat of my own drum. I still do. But yeah, I do. did like in junior high. I was like a weirdo. You know, that's why I didn't have sex till later. I was like, I'm going to do it my way. All my friends, my best friend had already had two kids yeah, and wow. I was still a virgin. Yeah. So um, 
I always tell people like, you know, just know who you are. Really, really like figure that out. Mm -hmm. And then and then nothing will really change you. So I stayed the same and it wasn't like um, it wasn't a big change for me in terms of my personality changing. But everybody around me changed. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up in a really small town. So everybody started treating me really weird Mm -hmm. and thinking I was cooler than I was. And I'm like, dude, I'm still like a dork from like a tiny town. I grew up with nothing like don't treat me cool because like I'm on the TV guide cover right there. Like I'm just me. But I think that happens a lot. And, and yeah. I, I really noticed that because like even when Gilby got in his gig when he was in GNR, everyone used to say, oh, you guys have changed. You're th- now you guys think you're this, you're that, whatever. You guys think you're fancy. You think you're, you know, whatever, whatever. And I said to Gilby one day, I go, you know, what's interesting is everyone thinks we've changed. The only thing that's changed for us is there's a few more zeros at the end Bank of our account. paycheck, but everyone around us seems to have changed in the way that they treat us. In the us. way that you treated, yeah. Yeah. 100%. It, it's exactly what happens. But they can't see it, yeah. you know? And I'm like, dude, like, so what I did was I just, I really cut down on the people I spent time with. I get I got like a really small group of friends, which I'm still very close to, like friends from high school that mm-hmm. knew me way before American right. Idol. And, you know, I just keep a really small group. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not like a girl who hangs out a lot of people. And I mean, you're a Scorpio, you probably are the same 100%. way. 100%. Like yeah. very, very <laughs> yeah. tight knit yeah. group and cherry picked. Like every single person is right. really special in a different way. That's because American Idol, like, you know, you just get pulled in all these different directions. And I was so young. Mm-hmm. So it was this a lot. And I realized quick, you know, like, I, I remember when I was little, my dad told me, you'll be lucky if you can count your friends on one hand. And I was young when he told me that. I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, right, Dad. I have like 40 friends in my classroom. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I thought he was crazy. And now here I'm in my 30s and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so true. Like, yeah. it's so true. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is, actually. And how did that work when you're top 10? Did they give everyone who was top 10, like, the first rights to a recording contract? Oh no! That, that no. was the that later on that became the thing where if you were in the top maybe maybe it was top no it was top ten that they had first rights to you know yeah no they did that with the top three the top three um, of my season got contractually binded with I think it was nineteen management or Fremantle I don't remember but the rest of us were not allowed to do anything for a while oh really yeah so the first season like. I mean, I don't know this because I wasn't on the business end of it behind the scenes. But from my perspective, they wanted to protect Kelly's success because if she didn't succeed, the show could not be as credible as it is. So she needed to be a huge star immediately. So none of us, even the top, the other And we're talking about Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson, yeah. yeah. None of us could do anything. So like I got offered a part on that 70s show and, you know, they were like, not right now. Oh, really? So you were getting offers? All all of us were. I mean, you know, we're all on national And they made you turn them down. Um, We just had to take a pause for a minute. And then the top three recorded their albums and... Then they released the rest of us, and then we went out and did our own gigs. Yeah, it was different back then. It was much yeah. different, you know? Like, yeah. it was the Wild West. There were no rules. Everything was made no up way. completely right. differently. Right, And you probably also went into it so innocently. You didn't have anybody watching your back or I manage you. I no or, idea. You they know. made me... I had, like, a little manager situation when I first did that first audition, and... Um, they once I made it quite far, they made me fire my manager or quit the show. Mm. So because oh, at that wow. point I realized how big the show was going to be, I had to call my manager and have a very depressing conversation with him. And then American Idol takes over your management when you're on the show. Or at oh, least that's wow. how it was the first season. Obviously, everything's so different now. I yeah. don't even know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very intense. I had to like lawyer up and I didn't even know. Yeah. Like, it was intense. It was yeah, a lot of sure. like. And I, I didn't have my parents in my corner like telling me like what to do. The other kids, the other top 10 had their parents. So I was just kind of like Were your parents taking just advice. Not- uh, no, they weren't. They weren't around. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I was like Paula Abdul asking her mm-hmm, questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was asking everybody stuff because I just didn't know what to do. Wow. Good so, for yeah. you though that you you know you had the fortitude to see it through and you yeah. Know. No, I'm glad I did it. It was an amazing. That's what my experience. next question was going to be like. Were you, are you glad you did it? Do you think it really like helped you in your career, or do you think it's kind of like? 
just something you did and it's now it's kind of like a mixed answer like i got to go on the american idol tour which was sold out arena shows across the country oh, i remember 20, when you did that people a night i mean it was insane it was mm. full rock star mode so um, fun yeah it was amazing you know we got to sleep in the bunks five yeah. star hotels and like radio interviews meeting all the fans that was so much fun i got carpal tunnel from signing autographs it was nuts it was so super super cool uh -huh. but um, because I at the time wanted to be a rock and roll singer and American Idol not at that time. Now I know they present rock musicians, but back then not it was so more much. like <laughs> they were doing more Motown and like a lot of pop stuff back mm -hmm. then. We were singing like Stevie Wonder and Aretha Franklin, which I love both those artists, but I wanted to be more of a rock star. I was a huge like Steven Tyler fan, right? I wanted right. to be like an Aerosmith vibes. So it was hard for me as an artist being on my season. I really didn't feel like what I wanted to do with my career was presented and had I known that in the auditions I don't know what what would have happened to me if I would have just gone at it the old-fashioned way and like right. worked my ass off and like mm. gone in and you know just played any little bar I could play at so I don't know but at the end of the day playing in front of 20,000 people a night is an experience a very small amount of humans on the planet get to experience so exactly. I have no regrets that is probably one of my favorite times of my life. And mm. the fact that the 10 of us share that unique experience, mm -hmm. like we're the only 10 people on the planet who went through that. So I can't, I have no regrets. Like it was yeah. an amazing experience. Yeah, it's an insane opportunity. Nobody yeah. gets that kind of exposure yeah. no, or gets their nuts. name out there like that, like yeah. so overnight. And then the show just went on for another like 15 yeah. years. We were just Huge. like, wow, this is amazing. Like, yeah, it's, it was a very cool position to be in. I'm very, very grateful. So my next question is, so you do this show, you get out there. So are you getting more dates? Are guys hitting you up? <laughs> oh, God, no. I was, like, super innocent. You were so innocent. Yeah. But then... Okay, you guys want, like, a very juicy piece of gossip? Yes, um, please. <laughs> it's been, so, it's AF, been so, so long, so now I can say these things. Um, Who was hitting on you? <laughs> no, I actually dated someone from the show, and no one ever knew. Ooh. Like, the press never knew. No one ever knew. Um, I dated Adriel. He was in the top 30, I think, or the top 50, or I don't know how uh -huh. they cut the show up back then. And he didn't make it. Uh -huh. He got cut. And um, he was off the show. And we like met in an audition. We started texting. And we really fancied each other. And we started dating. And we fell in love. He was my Aww. first love. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I had a boyfriend all through the tour. Like, I didn't, I was, I'm a, I'm a Scorpio. I'm loyal. When I fall in love, that's it. It's yeah, over. Yeah, I don't even sucks, see actually, them. for you that you got a boyfriend right before you. No, it was great like... because I was focused on, I was in love with him and he uh -huh. was a singer as well. So he got it. He's very supportive. And I just worked my face off and yeah. I, I literally had no time for a boyfriend. And like, I'm glad I wanted to work and just do me. And he was on board and amazing. No, it was great. Like, I'm glad I had a boyfriend. We were together mm -hmm. for like two years and he's just the loveliest guy. Such a good guy. Then when we broke up, I ended up dating some, as you do, I dated some gorgeous model. Uh. And then I dated a bunch of celebrities who I don't want to name, but <laughs> broke my heart. I went through a lot of that, you know, because I just, I was thrown into this world of like famous people. Yeah. And I was like hanging out with like tons of A-list celebrities. And I'm like this little reality star girl who was not an A-list celebrity. I hope you weren't dating any dirty musicians. I did. I, I made out with a few. I okay. never like dated seriously, yeah. but... Um, God, I, God, I want to name some of them, but then I don't want to put them on black. Um, but yeah, I dated some You can very, tell us off the mic. Yeah, I dated some very famous people. I remember one of them was like a really, really big star at the time. He was filming a Marvel Comics movie as mm. one of the stars. And when... Well, that narrows it down. Now we could do our detective yeah. work. I am a Scorpio. Yeah. I'll figure it out. No, he's married now. God. Um, <laughs> but I remember like, you know, we, we dated for a short time, like a few months. And I have really, really had a crush on him. I mean, he was larger than life at the moment uh -huh. anyways he like had had enough with me and set me aside because I just wasn't a little tramp like all the rest of the girls out there at the time and I remember the night like he ended things with me he was out that night at a club I was like out at the same club and he was on the dance floor with another girl already and I remember oh. crying in the bathroom at this nightclub oh yeah and that was a that was 
I think that was like either he was the last or maybe one more guy I dated that was famous. And after that, I was like, I will never date anyone that's famous again. Right. Because after he broke my heart, I had to see him on billboards yeah. oh. everywhere. Yeah. That's Every awful. TV commercial. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. So now I do not date anyone in the entertainment industry. I'm like anti. Yeah. I went through all that. But but yeah, I definitely. I get that. I, How do you even. OK, so I, I know Ryan's single because I'm. I hang out with Ryan at the time. <laughs> but how has it been for you, like, during all of this? Because you can't tour. You can't go anywhere, really. I mean, now things are starting to open back up. But how do you meet guys? Because, like, you're gorgeous. You would think, you know, guys hit her up all the time. Right. How hmm. do you usually meet guys? Do you go on those apps or do you yeah, just meet no, guys like, through friends? I went on a few dating apps. I don't like them. Mm. I think that a lot of guys, like, judge girls and just think they're on there they're easy and i'm mm. anything but easy yeah um i would call myself difficult to hook up with at this point <laughs> in my life because i'm like i'm not into it let's see i don't know i guess i would say i meet guys when i'm out but to be honest all my friends are guys yeah like i ride a motorcycle and hang out with a bunch of dudes i know i love that about you yeah, she actually like, rides so, her own bike i'm she, such a tomboy like literally i'm in a biker crew with a bunch of dudes and they're all handsome successful guys yeah and i'm always out with them and so when I'm out with them, nobody comes up and hits on me. And mm. then on top of that, I have been told by my guy friends that I have kind of an intimidating factor about me when I'm out, which I don't get because I'm like the nicest, friendliest, just, hey, come talk to me kind of person. I think but, that but people just get intimidated because you're good looking, you know, honestly. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I don't get it. I, I just feel like I'm so easy to talk to. But um, no, it's weird. Like, I get that question all the time. Like, uh -huh. I don't really go on a ton of dates. Um, I'm super picky. And I don't know. I just can't. I can't be bothered by, like, the bullshit. Like, the pickup yeah. lines. Like, it needs to be organic. It needs to be somebody who's just, like, nice. We have something in common. And, you know. Wait, remember we went out to dinner the other night when we all were at the, um, was it at the Bel Air Hotel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> No, she was going to hook oh, no. you up with one of her friends and know. she showed you a picture of him. Did you go out with him? I don't have anything nice to say. Oh, <laughs> oh no, okay, I wait, don't want to say wait. bad things. Did you go out with him or? Yes. I so did. You did go out with him. I did. Okay, oh my one gosh. of our friends, <laughs> one of our mutual friends at dinner was like, Ryan, I have this guy for you. I think he'd be perfect for you. And, and he clearly is not. He's he obviously is <laughs> no, not. No, no. Okay, okay. I don't want to put him on we blast. Won't, we won't. He we was won't very put him on blast. Nice. We're not going to talk about. He's it. We're no, not he's very zone. nice, but not the guy for me. He was. He couldn't read me. He said uh, and said that I was that he didn't think I liked him, and I did. I thought he was nice. I would have uh -huh. gone out with him again, but he didn't have the balls to ask me out. So uh -huh. and then he came back around like two weeks later and was like, "I want to take you out," and I was like, "No, bro, no." Like wow, I when was definitely his need, I can like tell a, you right now if he's a wishy washy Libra, you can't an be dating him. Aries, I think. Oh no, no, I don't no, know. No, no, yeah, no. Aries are not good. But for us. I like a confident guy who's not intimidated by me you because I ride a Harley. All my friends are dudes, and yeah. I know who I am. So how long have you been riding find. for? Oh God, like twelve years. What What yeah. made you decide you want to ride your own bike? My ex boyfriend told me I couldn't do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 the day we broke up, I actually went out and um, auditioned for a Harley commercial. I got the commercial, but they said I needed a license, so I wouldn't oh. get the license. I booked the commercial as a lead, and then I used the money from that to buy my Harley. Oh, that and, is yeah, funny. Big fuck you to my ex -wife. That's a good story. Yeah. yeah that's a fun story. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, because um, people ask me all the time uh, if I want to ride my own bike and yeah. not ride on the back, but I don't because I just don't feel... I don't feel confident holding onto the bike yeah. if it was about to fall or tip. Like, I don't feel yeah. strong enough to hold on to His it. His bikes are really heavy bikes. Like, my bike is no joke. It's Harley Davidson's are really, really heavy you bikes. You ride a Sportster? No, I have a Nightster. Oh, okay. It's a 1200 Harley Davidson Nightster for everybody wondering out there that loves <laughs> motorcycles as much yeah. as I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so where I'm trying to arrange, like, the next time we go for a ride, Ryan has to come with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Us. I'm always yeah. stalking her Insta. I'm like, oh, my God, she rides more than me. I'm going to have to send her to Sturgis. I yeah. want to go to Sturgis. That's on the bucket list. I've got to do that. Have you never been to Sturgis? No. It's on yeah, my bucket list to never go. No. I... <laughs> I almost went like, I don't know if you know, I'm friends with Sully from Godsmack. No, He's I didn't a good know. friend of mine and he performed at it one year and I almost went that year because it would just been fun to go and see a friend yeah. singing. But I just backed out because it's such a long haul to get over there. 
It's so far. Have you been to it? I have. I went to Sturgis with Gilby in... Uh, Gilby's like the grand poobah of Sturgis. Yeah, no, he's like the mayor of Sturgis. <laughs> <Yeah>. But uh, <laughs> we went back, I think in 2018, I think I want to say. And him and I took a ride to Sturgis and it took us almost four days to get there. God. Because you have to ride from like here to, through yeah. uh, Vegas, Arizona, Utah, Wyoming, and then you get to South Dakota. So That's it's crazy. a lot of riding, but it was fun, you know, and I, I really enjoyed it. My yeah. ass was like on fire. It was I heard it's so much, such a rock and roll event, though. I like really want to go. It, yeah, absolutely. like you would love it. And there's I always like cool bands playing. Events. Like this this year, Barb's husband's playing. Uh, BLS Black, is playing. Yeah, Black, Black Label Society. Fun. And then also ZZ Top, Top is playing. Yeah. So that's Shut up. Be... I love Anthrax ZZ Top. Anthrax is playing as well. I, oh, think. I can't believe too? they're going to be there. Yeah. Oh so God, it's going to be a really them. good show. And so there's a lot of stuff to do when you get into Sturgis. There's all kinds of shows going on. There's tons of bars so and people just hang in the streets. And there's, you know, half a million motorcycles Wait, when go is every it year. This year. It starts in the beginning of August, the first week in August, and it goes on for two weeks. Shit, I can't ride a motorcycle right now with my broken arm. No, with your broken arm. That's right. So Ryan broke her arm yeah i was polo. i was i was taking a polo lesson and i fell off and i was at the end of the lesson it sucks so i can't ride my motorcycle for like i don't know it's gonna be months till i can ride it again oh my god i get so sad even just thinking about it i miss my motorcycle yeah it but how's your arm feeling though is it better now um it's okay i went to physical therapy this yeah. morning and he yanked on my arm oh my god nobody Ooh. tells you the pain the ouch pain. it was i mean it was really bad my my bone was like sticking out of my arm the whole thing you're yeah. lucky that that's all it was actually yeah you know what's crazy I've been riding a motorcycle for 12 years and I don't say it don't say it I, don't say it oh just don't even say it well anyways I have had and she fell off a horse first I, I yeah. polo lesson <laughs> yeah. And, yeah it was so it yeah. was so, it's my worst injury I've ever had and yeah. I'm like what in the hell I cannot believe that it happened on a horse but Anyways, I'm coming back to life soon. As soon as I can ride a motorcycle, I cannot wait. Like, how, but I don't think how I'll be able are to you go like doing this. everything? Like, it must be so hard without your right hand. Your left well, it's hand. My, it's my left hand, and I'm getting by now. I can like pick things up and I can move mm -hmm. it, you know. But it's definitely frustrating. My life is. I've had to take a lot of changes. I I road cycle. I play volleyball. I used to ride horses. Yeah, you're so. And active. now I can't like do anything. Mm, so yeah. I'm just like. I can go to the gym and like do the elliptical, but like it's so lame. Yeah. Like I hate it. I'm like I was just telling her that I like I hate I can't curl my hair. Yeah. I mean I can, but I have to like really sit there for like an hour and a half and like it's yeah. You're right handed though, it's right? Frustrating. Thank God. Yeah. I broke my right hand before in a way that we will not speak of. God, what were you doing? Now um, I'm curious. <laughs> no, you told me not to mention it. I'm not oh, gonna mention it. Oh, on but the yeah, I broke that. And breaking your right hand is way like yeah. so hard. And I yeah. drive a stick shift, so I learned how to drive my stick shift with the left hand. It was oh my like, gosh. really frustrating. Don't oh do that. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with your music career now? What do you think? Um, I actually just started recording my own music for the first time and Jesus. I've been singing for other people for decades. Like I did I did Darling Stilettos, and after that I just was like I don't want to sing my own music anymore. I don't want to pursue my own career. I just want to be a vocalist. So I took a back seat for, geez, I don't even know, like 10 years. I just was like done, heartbroken, hate the industry. And then after COVID, like COVID kind of woke something up inside of me creatively. And I was like, I want to make my own art. I don't know if yeah. that happened to you, but a lot of artists yeah. um, that I'm friends with told me that. They're like, I started dancing and I started designing again. I started yeah. painting again. And so I picked up singing and songwriting my own music. And Good I got in this studio like a month ago for the first time. I was so terrified when I went into the studio. I remember like just being so, so scared that I wasn't gonna be able to write a song that I felt was authentic and or I was gonna be a shit singer I hadn't sang like recorded in a while. But I'm super excited about what I created. I'm really happy Good for with you. it. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. That is awesome. So what do you what do you do like now with your arm the way it is? Well, you're actually on the mend, but before like were you just like ordering in and just Uh yeah, like I had friends helping me like crazy. Yeah. Like when I fell, I was about an hour and a half from my house in emergency. This happened in Santa Barbara, right? Yeah, it happened yeah. in Santa Barbara. So my best friend, oh my God, she's like an earth angel. I'm so grateful for her. She's like my sister. Mm -hmm. Um she drove an hour and a half and came and stayed with me and oh, like good. basically opened all my med I couldn't open anything yeah. I couldn't even drink water yeah like because I couldn't get anything open so she helped me with everything like yeah. washed my hair you oh know put that little plastic bag over your arm yeah, so yeah. your splint doesn't get wet 
Like it was bad. It was yeah. it was super gnarly. I remember when Gilby got in his uh, motorcycle accident. He when he broke his legs. Yeah. Oh uh, god. I it didn't was, know that happened to him. Oof. Oh yeah, he got in a terrible motorcycle accident. Yeah. Broke his legs, and he was in such bad shape that I was thinking, you know, my god. I had to do everything for him. Yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. So, like, I can't imagine, you know. No. Yeah, I can do uh, do things for myself, but that first month, I couldn't be alone. I, yeah. I mean, I wanted to be alone. I'm an introvert, so I yeah. was, like, dying not having personal space. But I couldn't, like, I could, I could get up and walk around, but otherwise I couldn't, like open any it's amazing how opening things so important you can't like feed yourself i couldn't no, open like a ziploc bag yeah and i was like i can't you take so much for granted you have no yeah. idea until yeah. you can't do it anymore and these stupid pills okay this is ridiculous I, these pills <laughs> they put it in a jar you can't open, can't even open i'm the like child childproof the childproof uh, jars that are harder to yeah. open than, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's nuts oh um, my god mainly the hardest thing has been able not being able to wash my face with two hands oh like i yeah. really as a woman mm, we wear makeup yeah. and like yeah. i hate like i just want to i can't like reach my face yet you need those like another Mac like month makeup remover wipes yeah you know, that you can just do with one hand yeah but honestly like i didn't know he broke his legs in motorcycle accident yeah it was really brutal it was it's a terrible crazy. accident yeah i always think like how nuts us motorcycle riders are that we like get hurt and we get back on like i've had some pretty gnarly things happen to me on my mm -hmm. bike and i just keep going and people are like why i'm like i don't know it's just you kind of like come to grips with the fact that it could be the way you die and you're just gonna settle in with that and you're like fuck it i'm gonna do it till i till i die somehow mm -hmm. like you just i don't know i'm addicted to motorcycles i can't imagine yeah and he's, he must be the same way he's got four up he's, there yeah he's totally addicted to it and and a lot of people say that to me like how do you still let him ride after such a horrible accident i'm like you know i'm not his mother and yeah. he does what he wants and that yeah. he wants to you keep can't riding take someone's passion away no no you can't. and it is a passion like yeah it, it's such a passion for me like I love. I built a motorcycle when I lived in Bali. I got so into it. Really? Like, oh yeah. Like I'm hardcore into cars, motorcycles. Like it's a. I think it's just some people like you know he's got all those cars and bikes. Yeah. Like, he probably gets me. Like it's a weird thing. I don't yeah. know. Like some girls are like super into fashion. Yeah. Or really into makeup. I'm like I like machines. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah. My well, stepdad kind of had a lot of them around the yard when we were little kids. He was always I was going to ask you if there was something. someone that influenced you when you were My younger. stepfather yeah. was a mechanic. Yeah. He used to get like um, good looking cars that had bad engines off of the internet, buy them, fix the engine, sell them for more. Mm -hmm. He used to take me to like the 10 second racetracks and like, you know, test out the engines. That's so, where you got the bug. Yeah. I'm yeah. like super into all that stuff. I'm that's all about so cool. That. That's so, I know. Yeah, that's it's really great. weird. The right guy's going to appreciate all of that about you. <laughs> yeah. I hope I meet a guy who's really into cars and I like all that stuff. I think it's super fun. You're, you know, significantly younger than us. But Barb and I always You're talk not about... not of our stature. Of our stature. <laughs> Daniela Ricci coined... Uh... Wait, can we just mention, because you talked about it before, like I'm so all about this. J-Lo just turned 52. Unbelievable. Yeah, I posted on my Instagram because I was like, wow, she's such yeah. an inspiration. She yeah. dances just as hard as her dancers who are in their 20s. Yep. She is like, I don't know, like... 50 is like not even a number anymore it's no. bullshit like yeah yeah i think it's such bullshit. we agree with yeah. you yeah yeah we agree i mean it, that's the thing it's like she looks amazing she takes care of herself oh, she works she out like, and i'd kill you know, for her skin yeah she looks amazing and she even actually like in person like her skin is so oh, I would crazy love to good actually she, i i i think she's more gorgeous in person yeah. than she is yeah, yeah. I would love to see her in person. But there's a lot of women like that, you know, like Halle Berry, um, yeah. Cindy Crawford. Um, oh, I've seen Cindy Crawford. She's so pretty. Oh, isn't she beautiful? In I'm person? just a fan of hers. She shocks me in person. Yeah. But, you know, like really shocks me. Like yeah. it takes my breath away because really in pictures, it does not even do her justice. Yeah. She's absolutely stunning in person. So we talk a lot about aging and we talk a lot about beauty. Do you have any like products that you can't live without or do you have any? I get asked that tricks. all the time. Um, one, your skin's gorgeous. You have beautiful you. skin, beautiful thank hair. You. Your body's in amazing shape. Thank I know you. you work out all the time. Thank you. Daniela is the same. <laughs> <laughs> you have the insane body. Whatever you're doing, I want to be doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I would say Botox when mm -hmm. you're young. I started when I was 28. I wish I would have started at 20. Really? Like I'm, I'm a huge advocate for it. I'm not ashamed of it. I've been yeah, doing no, it for I love ages. Botox too. I do if it I could take every a bath three months. It, I would. <laughs> yeah, I do it every three months religiously. I do not mess around. Um, and a lot of my friends were the same age as me. You, you can tell they've, they've 
you know, they have wrinkles. Yeah. And I don't have a single wrinkle yet. And I think I owe it all to Botox, Mm. I swear. I think a lot of people just don't know that much about it. So they're like freaked out by it. But like... I've been doing it for ages. Though, and I, I love think it. it's the greatest thing in the world for preventative. Yeah, yeah it's very no preventative. That's it. why I started. I mean, I thought it was young at the time, but I wish I would have started younger. I would say like all these beauty products, but the truth is, um, my mom had really good skin, and she always used a bar of Dove soap. So yeah. until I was like twenty eight, probably around the time I started Botox, I never used skincare. I was a bar of soap girl wow. every day. So I don't know. I just got very lucky with the genetics. Mm-hmm. But then now I'm all about sunblocks. I lived in Bali for many years. But you're making Barb very proud. Yeah. Like, I was just going to say. No, yeah. I ruined my skin, actually. I lived yeah. in Bali and their ozone there is like a lot weaker than yeah. ours. And, you know, I'm half Peruvian. So I was like, I can, I never sunburn, right? Which is true. I don't sunburn, but I did get melasma. Mm, so fun. now I'm, yeah. So now I'm all about sunblock. I use Lancer. I, very I heard good. on a podcast, use him. Awesome. I use Lancer. Um hyaluronic acid every day Um, my SPF I have two SPFs Um, the other one has hyaluronic in it Um, I also use some oils from Lancer I swear by him I think he's he's great he's amazing yeah Um, what else Um, I don't wear makeup unless I'm going out that's another thing like I think and this kind of uh, could be you know argued I guess but I think that a lot of girls especially in their 30s with all this like makeup trends going on everybody's like doing all this um contouring contouring like, it's, a, it's getting a lot you know a lot of yeah. makeup. but i'm it, all for and makeup it's quite terrifying in person yeah <laughs> it's I fine mean, in pictures but being on tv and doing a lot of live singing and being on tours like you wear a lot of makeup so yeah. to stay so i am familiar with wearing a lot of makeup um and i'm all for it but i think that we as a generation right now have forgotten the beauty of natural skin. Right. And so, because I don't want to lose sight of that. And I was starting to, I think in my, like, I don't know, in my early thirties, I was starting to like, feel like ugly without makeup on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, screw this. Like I, I don't have bad skin. I don't have any pimples. So like, why am I wearing all this crap on my face? So when I'm not out and about, I don't wear it. When I go run errands, when I'm hanging out with close friends, like, yeah, I'm not with my makeup on. I don't put any concealer on. Yeah. Like, I just want to remember what I look like. But I think that's really important. I think a lot of girls, like, forget that. They get so used to, like, uh, mascara and lipstick and, yeah. you know, so... I try not to wear it. Plus, I think it's just good for your skin. To yeah, like just and let you it don't breathe. really need it. So I mean, I have makeup on right now. I just think it's really important. A lot of girls forget how beautiful they are. Like, just, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all natural. Well, yeah. I think, too, with social media, it's like everyone thinks that everyone looks like or is expected to look like what they look like with a filter on. Oh, God. And that's not, you yeah. know, it's that's not, not real, real life. life yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like when models used to say, I don't look like Cindy Crawford. Most of the time I had, you know, there's two hours and 10 people that make me look that way. She used to say that all the time. But a lot of these girls and I because I have a daughter who's probably just a little bit younger than you. And she I feel so sorry for young girls because they think that everyone walks around looking like the Kardashians 24-7. They don't. They don't look like that. No, no. I wish they knew like like it's so nuts like being on tv obviously i had a makeup crew and a hairstylist and all that with me yeah and you know like i wish i could do my makeup and hair that way there's no way these people are trained professionals and so these girls are trying to become like makeup gurus and hair gurus for themselves and i'm like you just i mean you don't need all that it's intense it scares me like what's happening with the the body dysmorphia yeah everything yeah 100 percent. i mean i don't want to go dark but like it is scary like i didn't deal with that growing up but i'm in my 30s dealing with it and i'm just like god the expectation of what we're supposed to look like i'm like oh my gosh but like also then you see women in their 50s in their 60s in their 70s who look great that are really nourishing their bodies from as long as you're healthy you know and you're taking care of yourself i think it's really more about what you eat to be honest it's crazy like a lot of staying active you know yes i I think sunblock diet sunblock not smoking yeah oh yeah and not you know nothing is prettier than a happy person you know like there's you know there's a lot of really classically beautiful people that are not happy or oh God, not yeah. nice and it really does take away from it yeah no, you know, i it, fully it, agree 100 percent. you know i'm big on diet too though like i notice like my face gets really like pink around my cheeks i wouldn't say rosacea but just like very flushed looking 
And when I eat well and I'm on top of my diet, like I swear my skin just like feels oh, yeah. better. Yeah, it all goes hand in hand for yeah, sure. Yeah, my hair, my nails, like these yeah. are my real nails. They won't, they grow like weeds when I'm eating healthy. Yeah. Of course, right now I am because I broke my arm. Yeah. So I'm like eating, oh God, my diet sucks right now. It's so boring. It's so healthy. <laughs> my whole <laughs> refrigerator good. is like vegetables and fruits. Uh, it sucks. I miss chocolate and chips. Well, you gotta have to indulge <laughs> But yeah, sometimes. good diet is, I think, huge for skincare. I would yeah. say that's probably the number one thing well okay well i think that's our visit with ryan yeah, yeah. thanks girls because i think we blanked for quite coming. a long time we could keep yeah. you here for another hour because <laughs> yeah. we have so much to talk about but oh, i'm glad you didn't ask me anything that i was like terrified i'm like what are they oh, gonna ask no. me oh, no <laughs> no 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 but thanks thank you ryan thanks for coming me. by and yeah. stopping yeah. in and yeah, sharing your you. story really nice with us you too. thanks for doing the show yeah. so if anybody wants to know more about ryan they can follow her on instagram they can check out my website at she is ryan.co or they can go to my instagram she underscore is underscore ryan yep i think that's it yeah and <laughs> she <Awesome>. is <laughs> yeah she is ryan yep thank you so much ryan thank for you, coming girls. and hanging yes. out with us yeah. it's a pleasure stay to with us. rock star badass babes yeah here. Awesome. that's We're our happy. fun show that's, that's i love the show i love listening to it too <laughs> so it's yeah it's crazy i'm gonna be on it it just feels kind of foreign in my brain but it's such a fun show to listen to oh thank you i love you. it i like the people you get on and the topics you talk about it's yeah. Great. yeah yeah it's i'm a fan yeah. we just we just girl chat we just shoot the shit i know i love it all right well if you enjoyed this episode of honest af please make sure to review us and also if you have any questions comments or products that you want us to review talk about discuss i don't know whatever (laughs) (laughs) just whatever hit us up honest af show uh instagram facebook twitter honestafshow.com is our website until next time take care of yourselves Bye. bye everybody We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.